everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It's July 29th. It's 2021. And we have five baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. As always on these short slates, I like to bring in Jordan Cooper, Blenderhead. These short slates are fun to talk to you because we could talk some game theory on top of, you know, just, hey, this guy's a, in a good spot. Now, just, just tell them the truth. You put me on these short slates because I tend to talk a lot. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't hurt that I put you on short slates because we tend to talk a lot when you come right, on. On, so. on a 13-game slate, the podcast will be three hours long. You know, on these five-game slates, if it ends up being 45 minutes, it's like, ah, okay. I know it's only five games, but not a big deal. I don't think anybody would complain about a three-hour podcast with Blender. How about that? Now, people do complain. I do three-hour podcasts sometimes. I just did one for the Theory of DFS podcast. They seem to like it, but I mean, some people complain. Listen, anybody can complain anytime. Who cares? All right. We have five games to talk about on today's slate. I mean, pitching is really kind of all over the place, I think is the best way to say this. Um, I mean, Freddie Peralta against Pittsburgh, I think is going to be Massive chalk. We'll talk about that when we get there. But outside of him, I mean, it's kind of hit or miss what we're looking at as far as pitching on the slate. So um, we could talk about that as we are going through here. You got a little sweatsy going on um, as well. So, I mean, hopefully by, we by, can... The, uh, by the time, Stevie, you know, by the time... I'm in first place now for 100K and the, the $8 or whatever the hell on, uh, on DraftKings. By the time you wake up this morning, I probably am in 12th place. And I have another set of steak knives, Stevie. This season in MLB, I I, I looked at I looked at my rotor tracker. I downloaded my CSV. Uh, I have seventeen top twenty finishes and nine top tens. I came in second once, and then a whole bunch of fifths and sevenths and tenth, like all in that range. So I, I have a I have a ton of steak knives. I'm looking to trade in my steak knives for a Cadillac. I mean, steak knives add up when you're putting that many into the top 20 consistently. Um, eventually, I mean, eventually. It, it, it really, really, it's a small profit unless you get like like something. I need I need a little bit more. Seconds, thirds, I'll take sec- 25,000 <laughs> for second. At this point, just anything but steak knives. I'll, I'll take anything. But so how, who knows what happens by, by, by the morning? Maybe in the morning, maybe, maybe I held. Maybe I'm good. Maybe everyone's congratulating me, but uh, maybe you'll see a screenshot, but... Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with uh, with the, the late games going on right now. I mean, regardless if you win or not, the lineup build your construction is super solid um, for what it's worth. So, I'll give you that. How about that? Right, I'll give you, you that. Can't, you can't. You can't pay the rent with that, right? I know you can't. So go to your but... landlord and go like I built the five three Orioles Reds with Giolito and, uh, <laughs> and 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 Freed. So, uh, so that that's that's. I'll write it down. I'll write my. I'll do a screenshot for for eleventh place, and then there there's. Are you going to take that? No, no, that doesn't pay anything. I'll take it. I like, uh, you know, I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to pay my light bills. So I'm just, I was giving you a compliment that your lineup construction was solid. Okay. Well, I hope so. I'm a good player. I hope it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into this slate. Like I said, five game slates. Pitching is very hit or miss. I like the fact that we get to start with the Milwaukee Pittsburgh game. It has eight and a half total. It's open to eight and a half. It's down to eight. Um, Walk is a 190 favor. We got Freddie Peralta against Chad Cool. Blender, I know game theory tells us that like Peralta is going to be 50%, and we 
potentially look elsewhere, but I'm looking at this slate going, I don't care what his ownership is. He's the best pitcher on the slate and I'm playing him. Well, from a raw points perspective, I know, I, I mean, I obviously don't have projections in front of me. I'm going to expect that Peralta is going to have the highest raw point projection by a significant margin, like maybe five or six points on the slate. So maybe in the large field stuff, I could see playing a pirate stack, but I mean, you're going to basically any lineup that you play without Peralta is going to give up, you know, like six, six points, five points. Who knows? Who knows? I'll, I'll see in the morning. Uh, so it's, it's going to be very hard to, to get away from him because you can build lineups. Uh, I mean, I mean, there's enough cheap bats in places that you could fit in pretty much whatever two pitchers you want. Strong bullpen behind him. I mean, if he's pitching with um, any kind of lead, you're, you're hoping to get that win. He has a 36% K rate on the season, swing and strike rate around 15%. His biggest issue is fly balls. Um, and I think really the only guy that you're like overly concerned a little bit is maybe Polanco. Um, but like Polanco's a big strikeout guy. The Pittsburgh lineup throughout the season hasn't been like this huge like strikeout team, but this isn't that same lineup. Um, I mean, Frazier's gone. They're dealing with a couple injuries on top of that. So, I mean, I think Peralta, best play on the slate, um, raw points-wise, like you said, should project very, very well um, here. Chad Cool on the other side of this game, I mean, he's sitting around a 20% K rate on the season, high walk rate, high XFIP, better against righties than he is against lefties. Um, any interest here in Chad Cool at 6,400? I mean, I mean, it's a good ballpark, but, I mean, I'm not a – do you have to spend just that little on a pitcher today? I mean, you could fit in. I mean, I get, I mean, yes, I, I guess you can. He's, he's playable, but nothing I'd be excited about. The Brewers have a 4.7 implied run total currently. I'm more inclined to play Brewers bats than Cole on this slate. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with you here. Um, I mean, there are cheap pitchers that we're going to take shots on on this slate, but I don't think Chad cool with his strikeout rate um, is, is worth it. Let's talk bats here for Milwaukee. I think this is a good, like secondary stack with like Adamas, Navarez, Garcia, Tellis, um, Wong. I, I think I'm more secondary stack this than I full stack it, but I definitely think Milwaukee's in play here. No, they're cheap enough. I mean, really, even without Yelich in the lineup, this, this Brewers lineup could actually hit. I mean, Tellis is 2,600. Narvaez is under 4K for a catcher. You got Garcia at 3,300. The bottom of the line, you could play Bradley, Kane. You know, that, I mean, this is a cheap, it's it's one of the, it's, I think it's the cheapest stack for a 4.7 implied run total. I think the I think the Brewers are going to be somewhat popular. Maybe not the, the most owned stack on the slate. Because remember, we're dealing, it's a five-game slate. So there, there aren't that many teams to choose from. Uh, if I'm going to jam in, like, like two high price pitchers, like I could, I could easily play a five man Brewers stack. And uh, I, I don't, I don't think you need to play it as a secondary. I think five, five man is perfectly fine. Fair enough. Um, any interest here in the Pittsburgh bats? They're so cheap, right? I, I'm more inclined to play the lefties like, like uh, Polanco at 2,600. If Gamble leads off, he's 2K. Uh, I mean, Rodolfo Castro had two home runs this past day. So I don't know what's gotten into him. Does he have power? Who knows? But he bats from the other side of the plate. So, I mean, Reynolds, I mean, he's 4,700. No, I, you're not going to see, he's going to be nothing owned. He's going to be 1% owned on a five game slate. And to me, that's like the, per, this is the perfect life leverage situation. Uh, if, if 
you're playing large field GPPs and you're playing, you know, a ton of Peralta. I know Stevie, what you like to do, those hedge stacks, right? Just in case stacks. Uh, and if Peralta does, does happen to get blown up, uh, I, I don't, I mean, you, you could do it. I don't know. I think I'm more inclined if I'm going to play the pirates, I'd play them as a three man. Like I, do I see Peralta getting blown up for eight, eight to 10 runs? No, but maybe he could give up four or five and maybe that pays off three pirates, but maybe not five. But I mean, obviously the pirates are going to be the lowest owned team on the slate, but you get that relative value, that game theory type of thinking that if you want that, uh, you know, once in a lifetime shot, you know, where, where it happens and you want to kill like 50 to 60% of the lineups in the contest, that's where you go. Yeah. I mean, I think even if you're building like a 20 entry max today on this five game slate, that is where you're looking at potentially playing some Pittsburgh bats just because of like the ownership and the leverage that you can kind of create and, you know, kind of hedge yourself really. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I think this is a spot, like I said, um, I don't think I'd do it in single entries unless you're just really trying to be contrarian and like, oh, I'm building one lineup today in the $1 single entry or something like crazy like that. I mean, that maybe that's where you play Pittsburgh, but I think overall, not going to go too crazy here. Moving on, we got Toronto at Boston. Some potential weather in this game right now, night before, doesn't look bad, except for it looks very favorable for hitters um massive winds blowing out to left center um and this total definitely represents this game potentially being high scoring it's a 10 total it's a pick em game it's ryu against rodriguez any interest here in ryu at 8600 uh not really i mean th- these are good name pitchers but these are also good lineups and also obviously we're gonna have to take a look and check Roth before we have uh, you know, rain in the forecast. So this may be a game that ends up getting postponed. Who knows? Uh, this also may be a game that ha- may have a threat of rain and that decreases the ownership, but I don't think it's going to be on these pitchers. I think more likely people are going to be playing the bats in this game. And Ryu is a good enough pitcher and Rodriguez on the other side are good enough pitchers. People are going to be scared off by these five run implied totals that, to, in, a, in a different lineup, in a non-Peralta lineup, or maybe alongside Peralta, I am I am I crazy to say at at lower ownership that playing Ryu against the, the Red Sox ain't that bad, that bad of a play? It'll work out enough times that give it a shot. I mean, yeah, the upside, the ceiling um, is there. It's it's like. Ugh. Sorry, I got distracted. You had India and Winker with bases loaded, and they both got out. <laughs> and Giolito for just you got his, Giolito just got his wind blown. Sal Perez oh, no. just hit a home run in the bottom of the bottom of the ninth. Uh, I told you it's turning into steak knives. I told you it's going to turn into steak knives. Hopefully, it's not plastic forks and plastic spoons. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're looking at Ryu uh, on a five game slate, like I said, I think the weather. I'm not Kevin Roth, but the weather looks okay at the start of this game. So we're going to have to kind of see what it looks like. Um, But I think this game has the highest total on the slate. And with the potential rain, I I think a lot of people are going to get scared of playing any bats in this game or pitchers in this game. And I think both of these guys are like potential tournament plays um, 
to pivot off of Joe Musgrove, who I think is going to be pretty popular today, and we'll talk about that when we get there. But I think both these guys are interesting tournament plays. But to say that, like, I, I like the bats too. And, and I will say that, like, Ryu could potentially not um, see Devers here. Like, he was dealing with a little bit of a tightness, and they with the lefty-lefty, they might not play him in this spot. So he might face another righty, which is not the greatest situation. So we'll see. Um, do you have any interest in Rodriguez? I mean, the Toronto lineup is not a lineup that you necessarily want to face, but, uh, I mean, they can strike out. I mean, Erod this season is way better than what his, 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 his overall stats look like. His underlying metrics are really good. The problem with Rodriguez is that he, I could see this Toronto, he, he could pitch well and still only pitch five innings and pitch a hundred pitches because he always goes deep into counts when he gets into trouble. And this lineup is just like murderer's row. At least the top half of it is. Uh, but, you know, if he's going to be sub 10% owned on a, on a five game slate, it's just like Ryu. It's just like, you're, you're getting yourself into, into trouble. You know, you know, you're entering the, the, the volcano here, uh, but not many people are going to try. So, if bats are going to be popular this this game, I think I'm more inclined to take some shots on the pitchers because these bats are very expensive. I mean, the Toronto stack is ginormously expensive that I don't even know if you could play Peralta in a lineup with the Blue Jays. All right. Um, you know, we already kind of talked about Toronto. You already started to talk about Toronto. Um, I mean, Toronto's I mean, great. I mean, if it, yeah. the wind's blowing out, it's a five-run total. But I mean, 5,300, 6,500 for Vlad, 5,800 for Semyon, 5,700 for Bichette, Tioscar's 51. And other than like Alejandro Kirk at 3,300, the other guys are also over 4K as well. So, like, I, I mean, who do you play pitcher if you're playing this? I mean, if you want to go to two cheap pitcher and just load up on Toronto, and not many people are going to do that. So, I'm not sure how high owned the Toronto as a stack will be. If people are going to be playing Peralta, like, can you fit like Montes and Musgrove? Even then that's, you have problems. I mean, this stack is expensive, but also understand this stack could put up 12 runs in, in, in any matchup on any day in any park. So uh, I, I'm, I, I'm most likely going to be under on the Blue Jays, but I could, I could see playing these guys as one-offs, right? You're playing a cheaper, you're, you're going to play, you're going to play a Brewers stack with, you know, Rowdy Tellers at first base at 2,600. And then you're able to fit in like, uh, and you play Adamas and then you fit in like Semyon at second base or something like, like you could play one of these guys, Springer, right? Bichette at shortstop if you're not playing a shortstop. But as the far as the full stack, like you're going to need a lot for this, these guys to pay off. I mean, when we're looking at projections, they're going to probably project really well um, as far as raw, raw points point go. Wise, but maybe not point yeah. per dollar wise. Yeah, raw points wise. Um, I mean, the Red Sox, I feel like are in a similar spot as far as like overall upside. Ryu's a guy that gives up a lot of hard contact. They're going to be hitting in the same weather um, if this game is going to you know have that potential good weather. And I mean... If, if Devers doesn't play in this game, you're going to get like Renfro batting like fifth behind Xander and JD um, with potentially like Kiki right there. And I mean, they priced up Boston too. 
but um, when you're not looking at it over, I mean, not all yeah, the not all the pieces. the pieces. Yeah, not all the pieces. Like Dahlbeck's two point four. Um, Plowicki's pretty cheap. Renfro's three point seven. Vasquez is cheap. So I mean, I I like the Red Sox side of this game for sure. No, I agree with you. I'm much more inclined to play the Red Sox because they're affordable. I mean, you may maybe you don't play Kiki at 5k and Bogarts and Martinez all together, all three of them. But I could see, I could see playing like a middle of the order Bogarts, JD Renfro Vasquez play Dalbeck at first base and do something like that. Like I could say to keep, and then you could play, you could play a Peralta in that type of lineup. All right. We're moving on. We got uh, Baltimore at Detroit. Nine and a half total here. Detroit's a 153 favorite. Alexander Wells against Casey Mize. Um, any interest here in Wells? I don't even know who the who's what's an Alexander Wells. It's the it's an Orioles pitcher. The answer is always it's pretty much no. <laughs> is he even gonna pitch? How many pitches is he even gonna pitch? I mean, he threw 93 a few days ago against Tampa. Um, put up 16 fantasy points against Tampa. My this is a junk baller, big time command type pitcher with a lot of junk. Um, like he throws a lot of changeups, curveballs, sliders. His fastball is not great. He's not a, like a huge prospect or anything like that. But he throws a lot of strikes, and I mean he, he generates a lot of fly balls. And I mean, <laughs> sounds like a recipe for. <laughs> He throws yeah. it right down the middle and generates a lot of hard fly balls. Listen, because you have command, because you have command, I mean, you can, that doesn't mean you're going to throw it down the middle. Um, I have command. I can, I can throw a baseball down the middle, right? I, I can, I can Williams Estadio it, uh, you know, in there, whatever. I'm going to give up 400 runs, but I mean, I'm going to show that command. All right. I mean, I think if you're playing Wells here, you're just kind of hoping that, if he gives up a couple home runs, they're single shots. <laughs> I'm trying to just you know, the best case scenario. He only gives up three solo home runs. <laughs> no, of, okay, so for a grand for, slam and a bunch of multiple home runs. For what it's worth, I like Mize a lot more, and I kind of like the Detroit bats. Um, I was just saying that it's a five game slate, and if you want to take a shot, I wouldn't talk you off of it. Um, Casey Mize, on the other hand, I mean, Baltimore's a team that strikes out with the best of them. Like, you look at Hayes, Mancini, Mountcastle, Stewart, their starting lineup on most days has seven guys with strikeout rates over 23% against right handed pitching. So, I think Casey Mize at 6,900, not going to go out and dominate this team, but I think he's someone that could get five to seven strikeouts, throw five innings, and put up 15 fantasy points. And he's just a pivot off of Musgrove. Again, we're going to get to Musgrove. Musgrove is going to be popular. I'm looking for pivots, and I think Mize is playable here. He's playable, but, I mean, I'm always concerned about his leash, right? I'm always concerned. You know, they he doesn't pitch 100 pitches. I mean, he like, a lot of times they take him out. Even in the, after the fourth, he's pitched 78 pitches, and then – Well, he's on an innings limit. He's not going to go more than five innings. So you're, right, you so know I, that going in. the upside there? It's a five-game slate. Do you necessarily need twenty-five from him? Well, what I I think Chad Cole has a better better leash than Casey Mize, right? So maybe I yeah, want to play I, I hear you. I get your point against the uh, the Orioles. I get it. He's sixty-nine hundred, so it's not like he's that expensive or anything. 
So like, yes, he's playable, but I put him in the same playability range as Chad Cool. It's a five game slate. If this was a larger slate, I wouldn't consider either of these pitchers, but who else? If you don't, if you're just going to play the chalk pitchers, I mean, you can. So yes, he is an option, but I think I'm, I'm more inclined to play a low owned Orioles stack against him. I hear you on that. I mean, you're, you're getting the Detroit bullpen a lot too, because they're limiting his innings. You know, we talked about this a lot on the last podcast. They've already come out and said, like, there's a good chance he doesn't throw more than five innings the rest of the season. So, I mean, in a start. Um, so, as far as bats go in this game, you know, Baltimore side of things, I mean, I hear what you're saying on a low in Baltimore stack. I just, I hate playing this team. I just played. I'm playing them. I have the, I'm, I'm, I have 100,000, hopefully. You hate playing. I love playing this team now. Let's see by the end of the night. Maybe I'll still, maybe I'll still have to play the Orioles. <laughs> All I'm saying is that they have cheap pieces in this, in this order. Hayes, Stewart, Urias, Severino, Franco, and the expensive guys like Mullins and Mancini are barely going to be on this slate because they're, you'd rather, wouldn't you rather pay for a Red Sox or Blue Jays or some of these other Padres? We'll get to them. Uh, like, so who's paying 4,900 for Cedric Mullins? who's paying 5,200 for Trey Mancini. So I think the stack in general, maybe we see some Hayes one-offs and Stewart one-offs and Severino one-offs, but the whole stack as, as, as a whole, I think with the expensive pieces in there, the stack is still cheap enough that you could get a Peralta Musgrove type of lineup. And I just, I think the Orioles are going to go under-owned on this slate, but maybe, maybe I could be wrong once I see ownership come out. But like, like, like you said, like Casey Mize is not a bad pitcher. And I mean, it's a five. It's we'll get back to it. We say it, we said it multiple times. It's a five game slate. Like you have to, you're not going to love every choice that you make, but in, in, if you, unless you want to play like the Uber chalk lineup in, in GPPs, like you shouldn't be doing that. So find a way, find a way to pivot. And, uh, and, and the Orioles, I mean, if mine ends up getting owned, I mean, that makes, means I want to play the Orioles even more. So, uh, so yeah, so I, 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 I would think that, like the, I like the Brewers. I like the Orioles. I think I'm more inclined to play these types of like the 4.7 implied run total, 4.3 implied run total, than play these five run total teams because I think they're going to be overrun. Uh, the Detroit side, I like Detroit. They're one of my favorite stacks on the slate. I didn't want to like, you know, I, I think this is a great spot for them. Like I said, they're not going to get overpowered in this spot. Haas has been absolutely crushing the ball. I mean, he's super expensive, which I hope lowers his ownership. But, I mean, Miguel Cabrera's 3.3K facing a lefty. He still has a little pop in that bat. And, I mean, overall, this is one of the cheaper stacks on the slate that has some really good upside against this young pitcher. Yeah, but it's going to be – I think I think the Tigers are going to be the highest-owned stack on the entire slate. It's a 5 point Because you think everybody goal. tries to go two top-end pitchers and they need value? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's yeah. a 5.3 implied run total. They, they have a higher implied run total than both the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, and almost as much as the Padres, and they're much cheaper. So you could play a Badu scope if he's in the lineup. Grossman's 3,200. I mean, Candelario's 43. Miggy's 33. You got guys in the middle infield that are 33, 3,500. Derek Hill, depending on where he is in the order. So I think, you know, they look, people look at that Orioles bullpen, and you'll see the 5.3 implied run total. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think the Tigers, I, yes, I th- they're probably the top stack of the slate, but how owned they're going to be, 
I don't know. Do you, do I, does the Tigers aren't the type of team where I want to trust as chalk, right? Now that doesn't mean I'm going to play Alec, Alexander Wells against them either, but, uh, but maybe the whole stack doesn't come in. I think I'm more likely to play Tigers as two mans and three mans and hope maybe the Tigers put up five runs and I get the production out of two or three guys, but the five man stack fails. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see what projected ownership looks like on this slate because I mean, I have a ton of interest in Detroit. I just, I hope they're not chalky. I mean, they could see them not being the highest owned. No, I know. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Cause I think the chalk, the chalk combo is Peralta Musgrove and that's expensive. So I I think, yeah, I think Detroit's going to be, I think I'm with, I hear you hate it, but I hear you. Um, all right, moving on. We got Oakland at LA taking on the Angels. Eight and a half total. Pick them game. Frankie Montas, Alex Cobb. Any interest here in, in Frankie Montas? Yeah, I mean, Frankie Montas is a good pitcher. And the, and, the, and the Angels, I mean, really, the bottom of their lineup. Without Trout, I mean, who, am I, who do I care about? I mean, Walsh just went on the IL. Rendon's injured. I mean, what? It's Otani, Upton, and what? Do, do, do I Stasi? Am I scared of Stasi's batting cleanup? I mean, this lineup kind of sucks. Uh, so I, I have no interest. To me, to me, Montes for 800 more than Musgrove is a better pivot than paying down. So I, I see, I see myself playing both pitchers in this game. Frankie Montas, my favorite pitcher on the slate, and like it's not even, it's not even that close. Um, I'm gonna probably pair Montas and Peralta a lot on the slate and just kind of get different. I, I was hoping I was going to get different with Detroit. Blender has completely changed my mind on that. I might go back to like looking at like Milwaukee, if they're going to be lower owned, um, if, if that's the case. Um, you don't have Votto, do you, in your lineup? Nope, I don't. Did he just hit a home run? Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he blasted one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm going to look for lower own stacks. Hopefully Montas isn't like super popular here. Like you mentioned, Walsh on the IL, this lineup with Rendon now, now Walsh out too. um, and trout. Like this is a rough lineup right now. I mean, you're just hoping that you can get Otani out. Um, so I, I like the spot for Montas a lot on the other side, you have Alex Cobb. Um, I mean, I think one of the moves that I don't think a lot of us, um, kind of expected was like Sterling Marte going to Oakland. Um, I don't know if he'll be available for this game or not, but I mean, that adds a really strong, you know, solid bat into that lineup. What are you looking at here? Um, when it comes to Alex Cobb? Well, I mean, I, I think Alex Cobb isn't a bad pitcher and it more comes down to it's a five game slate and the A's are to me are are way overpriced so like if i'm not going to be playing much a's why don't i play alex cobb i mean it's it's kind of it's that kind of that question i put alex cobb in the same same category maybe a little bit better than a mize or a cool you know i put him in uh, ryu and, and erod are better pitchers but they're facing much better lineups and this a's lineup is not bad but it's not that it's not the blue jays it's not it's not the red sox and the A's, I mean, look, look at these prices. Canos, 5,200. Marte, 
5,400. Olsen, 5,800. Loriano's 4,800. Murphy, 46. Chapman, 46. Uh, Lowry is 4K. I mean, like, dude, I could, I could play, I could play a, I could play a Blue Jay stack for, for nearly these prices. So, like, why would I even play the the A's this late? They'll probably be really low owned because of it in comparison for a five game slate. But I think that Cobb may not be as as stoned as he should be on both side on both sides of the game. And I'm I think I'm much more likely to take the savings with Cobb than pay up to be different with the Oakland A's. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at. Um, this is all assuming that Alex Cobb pitches. I mean, I mean they're optimistic that he's going to pitch. He's dealing with that finger injury, um, like a blister, and I mean he could be warming up and it popped back up. So um, I definitely think that we'll have to wait and see, but I'm pretty sure we'll have to pay attention to that. And then uh, on the other side of this game, the Angels, I mean, like you could play Otani, but are you really going to pay 6,200 for Otani one-off as he's always popular? I mean, the guy is having a phenomenal season. I think he's at what, 35, 36 home runs on the season. Uh, it's just, are you really paying 6,200 for Otani as a one-off today? I mean, you can, <laughs> but probably not. I mean, I think I'm more likely to play one of the Blue Jays or the Red Sox. I mean, like one of them as one-offs. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I guess you could play the stack, right? Upton's 3,200. May have, maybe have my, Matt Face in the lineup, 2,600. I mean, I guess it's doable, but I don't know. I think I think I'd much rather play the Brewers or the Orioles or or the Padres. Uh, I'm I'm I actually I think I may be more inclined to play the Rockies. We'll get to that game uh, if Musgrove is going to be popular because I don't think Montas is going to be. I think Montas may be like 20 20 ish 25 percent owned. And is it worth the leverage there? I think I'd much rather stack against Musgrove than against Montas. But uh, but it's, I mean it's not it's, the Angels aren't bad. But I mean, how do you play the stack without Otani? You pretty much can't. I mean, like, so you're gonna be paying. But who do you play with him to stack it too? Like, you play Upton, Stasi, Iglesias, and Matt Thies. Sure. You were making a case for Alexander Wells before. I'll make a case somewhat for the Angel stack. Colorado at San Diego. Before we lose our marbles. Um... This game has an eight and a half total. San Diego is a 280 favorite. It's Kyle Freeland against Joe Musgrove. Um, I mean, Musgrove's 8,200. Well, I guess, let's, do you have any interest in Freeland? No, no, I ne- never. I don't think I've ever played that guy. Ever. Yeah, I mean, he, he faced a really weak Dodgers lineup last time out and had a really strong game. Um, but, I mean, no, don't. No, nope, nope, nope. What does he have? Fourteen uh, percent strikeout rate? He is something like that. Is it that high? Right, right. That's what he is it that high? I, I, I don't know. It's something. Oh, it's seventeen point six. Okay. Um, Musgrove. Let's talk about Musgrove. I mean, he faces this Rockies lineup that will be with or without Trevor Story. Um, I still think Trevor Story gets moved. We'll see. Um. What are we doing here with Joe Musgrove as probably one of the chalkiest pitchers on the slate? Yeah, from a point per dollar perspective, he's going to be, he's going to, I, I can see him being over 50% owned on the slate. 
and I, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like playing Musgrove. Uh, he could get into trouble, but I mean, he could also strike out 10 in this Rockies lineup. So to me, and there goes Otani. So yeah, see, not even by the end of the show, Stevie. <laughs> I <Eight> don't knives. <laughs> you might three be run, home run. Votto has his second home run. Otani you might have uh, plastic silverware and paper plates after that home run. No, we yeah, were talking. No, I'm going to look right now. I'm. I, I may. We I were talking about it before the show. That. that was not the home run you needed to happen. <laughs> Oh man! Am I losing money now? Yeah. Well, I'm not losing money, but I'm not. Yeah, that's not the one that you needed to happen. Yeah, everything that I didn't need to happen just happened in the past ten minutes. (laughs) Well, everything's moving. Oh, everything's moving. That wasn't even that. Okay, let me take a look now. I think I think I'm actually losing money today now. You know how is that possible? I know people don't play these GPPs, these large field GPPs. How could you go from being in first place for a hundred thousand and now losing money on the slate? But you're winning a hundred (laughs) dollars. Sorry, I had to do it. I'm down. I'm down. I'm on the on the entire slate on all my entries. I'm I'm now down two hundred bucks. No, I know, but I had to do it. But you're winning a (laughs) hundred. I didn't even win steak knives. Not even steak. I would. I should. I should have. I should have just prayed that I kept my steak knives. I got. Linda, you're gonna. You're gonna your wife's gonna be like, "Why are we having McDonald's?" Well, <laughs> Votto and Otani hit a home run. No steak game, dinner for you, on. honey. <laughs> the Votto home run was such trash, too. I mean, oh, yeah, but at least the, at least then I was still in fifth place for like twenty five hundred. So it's like, oh, no, you were you you needed Otani, um, and you were getting what you needed out of like Heaney. Like he was allowing runs and walking some people too. Right. But anyway, all right. Um, you know how I'm going to get it back tomorrow. Musgrove is going to be fifty percent owned, and I'm going to play. We're going to stack the Rockies. Yes. There you go. Double down. I mean. I, that's what I was gonna say. This God, even CJ Crone's banged up right now. Like this lineup is going to be absolute trash. You're just gonna have to like click it and know that you're just hoping for a Joe Musgrove blow up game. Right. You hold your nose and hope yep. with the you know three walks in the first inning and no strikeouts, and then he gives up a bunch of hits and then some grand slam or something, and you knock out half the lineups in the contest. But I'm more inclined, like if I'm if I'm gonna stack against Musgrove. This Rocky stack is cheap enough that like this will be a Peralta lineup. Like I'm just, I mean, to me, how much you're going to fade the two highest owned pitchers. Like, well, you don't have to do that even on a five game slate. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm like more likely to, to play Peralta in those types of lineups, but just understand the Rockies are not in a good spot, right? They're, they're getting the biggest, one of the biggest ballpark downgrades that you could possibly get cores into, into Petco. Is it still called Petco? Whatever in San Diego. Uh, so no, the, the, the Rockies are going to project as one of, if not the lowest team on the slate, maybe the pirates and the Rockies, but these are the two teams where if you want to hope one of the chalkiest pitchers on a five game slate blows up, uh, I'll hold my nose and make some lineups like this. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not going to look good on paper. Um, but I mean, this is the more I think about it, the more, if I'm going to go like Peralta, um, Montas, like. Stacking Colorado makes the most sense. You can create the most leverage, I think, if you do that. Um, like if you're playing, if you're chasing one of these big tournaments, um, yeah, I think 
I'm going to, I'm going to throw a single bullet in whatever the main big tournament is tomorrow and stack Colorado. Cause it's a five game slate. And I'm not going to put a ton of effort into it. So there you go. These are probably like one of your favorite slates, right? I hate these slates. These are probably one of your favorite slates. Yeah. And then the more that people hate it, the more I like it. No, I get it. Just saying. Um, all right. San Diego. I mean, I, I think they're a fantastic stack today. Like, it's, you know, my, my biggest concern here, Blender, with San Diego is if Toronto and Boston has a ton of weather and people start pivoting, this is going to be where they pivot to. Yep. And when it, if it turns into a four-game slate, the Padres are going to be – Padres-Tigers is going to be like the build, right? Because you play Machado and Tatis in your third and shortstop spots and then fill out the rest of your lineup with everyone else. Yeah, but I mean, but rightfully so. Freeland, like you said, 17.6% strikeout rate. He gives up hard contact. Uh, yes, I mean, obviously, he's not pitching in cores, so that helps him. But uh, but look but look at this Padres lineup. Maybe Hosmer won't be. Maybe they trade Hosmer. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Maybe half, the, maybe half the players we mentioned get traded, right? Gallo's now on the Yankees. So I don't know. That lineup for the Yankees, Stevie. It's either going to be 700 home runs or 700 strike. I mean, like, I mean, as a Red Sox fan, you hate to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but still, but look at the middle. Like, you have Stanton, Judge, Odor, and 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 Sanchez, and Torres, and Gallo. I mean, like, dude, you could throw pitchers against them. It's like I may take shots on pitchers against them because they could. I mean, literally, they they have like. They could have the 18 strikeouts a game in their lineup, or they win the game a 15 to nothing. So it's like one of the two. Um. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. You will be on crunch time in the morning with Mr. Tuttle. And it's free. Uh, it's, it's free on YouTube. Free, yep. Free crunch time for um, the early slate. I think it's six games, correct? Yes, it's a six-game slate, which includes like one or two games that we probably won't even have the lineup for. I think the three forty-five, so, some get some one one of those games, we're definitely not going to have the starting lineups for. But it's yeah, a 12-10 I mean, slate, so it is what it is. Um. All right, let's play the morning grind game under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got? Under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. How much is Cobb? I don't even have his price here. 78. Okay, so I'm going to take him, Cobb. I'm going to hope he does it in five innings or four innings, but I'm going to go Mize um, against Baltimore. Over 8K to score under 15. We only have five options. You get to pick one of them. Who do you got? Okay, we only have five options. You're right. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say Ryu. I'm going to go Joe Musgrove. I really, I, I'm really hoping that happens. I mean, he really hasn't been pitching great. It's not like he's been pitching stellar. Um, this offense is not good, but I mean, it's not like he's been pitching lights out. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who do you got today? Oh, over 4K to hit a home run. It's gonna be, it's gonna be someone that I didn't roster. Dude, Upton just hit a home run, so now I'm getting even farther behind. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> so I already feel bad. <laughs> Uh, I got him in single entry, so maybe that'll help that lineup. Who knows? I got I got Otani and Upton in a in a Baltimore stack, so maybe maybe okay. actually maybe I'm maybe I actually do make money today. Maybe I do. Okay, so uh, 4K to hit a home run. Uh, let's let's go, let's go with 
I'll, I'll, I'll double down on my, 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 no one's going to play him angle with these Orioles. I'm going to go with Trey Mancini. Okay. I like it. Um, I mean, give me Will Myers. Oh, or under eight or under 4K uh, to get two hits. Let's see. I go 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 to the well with the with good old me. That's who I was gonna take. Oh, that's who you're gonna take. Um, give me. Yeah, I can't pick Ryan, him for a home run, but I can pick him for two singles. Give me Ryan McMahon. Um, yeah, it's sunny. Um, stack to score six or more runs today. I mean, well, the obvious. I mean, obviously, the Padres are not. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna say y'all. Uh, Orioles or the Brewers or the Padres are the easy one. I'm gonna I'm gonna split so because I have the Mancini call. I'll do the the Brewers then. Gonna hedge it. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna take Colorado. Let's go Rockies. Uh, I don't think that's something I've said in a long time on this podcast. So I'll end on that. Um, Blender, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. I'll be on. Uh, I'll be on uh, 11, 11.30, I believe eleven thirty tomorrow morning. This morning, whatever, whenever you're listening, on YouTube with uh, with Tuttle for the early slate for crunch time. And I, I really, it, it it's amazing that we started the show with me <laughs> in first place for a hundred thousand. And we ended the show. I said, you're going to wake up in this morning and I'm going to have steak knives. And I ended it with plastic forks. So like in the course of the show, like it all went wrong. Maybe I just shouldn't have been on the show to begin with. Sorry. Um, you mushed it. If, you mushed if it. I only did the, if I only did the schedule, like before the month started, um, <laughs> listen, there's been a good run of like co-hosts the next day when they do the podcast. So, I mean, you, I think you were one of the ones that did it no, too. I went, like, the first time I was ever on the morning grind that yeah. night, I won, I won like 50,000 or something. So hopefully maybe that. Okay. All right. I've let's been get on the mojo. Maybe I'm on too much. Maybe that's the problem. We get the mojo going. I think you're on like once a month, maybe. Um, I, we don't, I don't know if that's too much, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> all right. It's always fun blender. That's going to wrap it up here. For Thursday, we'll be back Friday talking some more baseball, talking some prize picks. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.